0: welcome back to see Red UK where quite simply it's a Chicago Bulls thing. Wherever you're listening, if it's available, rate review and subscribe it helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt and as usual joined by Neil. How are we doing Neil? I'm very well thank you Matt. Tired? Why that's just par for the course isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tired? Uh...
1: I don't know what it feels like to not be tired. Be <laughs>
0: yeah, it's um it's been a long a long day, hasn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, like I mean, I don't know about you, but I was buzzing and couldn't sleep for ages after the game.
0: Yeah, well it finished at what? Half two ish three yeah. o'clock, somewhere like that. And I mean I started work at five. So the plan was to get another uh yeah that didn't work (laughs) i uh, i think my eyes shut and then my alarm went off and straight into a 14 hour day at work which which was nice yeah lovely (laughs) plenty of coffee plenty of monster and uh, plenty of from last night yes absolutely so to continue that high I'm going to pass it to you so you can talk dirty to me about what happened last night.
1: <laughs> well, last night was yet another one of those Chicago Bulls games where if you watched the first half and gave up on the game, you were going to be very disappointed in yourself the next day because the first half, we looked pretty much terrible. Um, mm. It it was not pretty. We were what, 19 points down and, um, at one stage. Yeah. Um, It still didn't look great in the third quarter. I mean, Zach started to to pick it up a little bit in the third. We did look a little bit better. And towards the end of the third quarter, things kind of started turning around. But that fourth quarter, mm -mm. (laughs) yes, that was absolutely beautiful. Zach went on fire. The defense was turned up to 11 and we just absolutely dominated For the fourth quarter Um, We outscored them 37-24 And like I say It was a real game of defense Leads to offense Yeah Final score 109-105 to the Chicago Bulls And on to the next stage Of the play-ins Yes Uh, We meet Miami Heat now uh, Tomorrow night which is, what, Saturday morning for us? Yeah. And um, see how that goes. And, you know, we'll we'll get into it in a minute, but it does mean having
0: to win four in a row. Yeah. So, obviously, back to last night. And like you say, that first half was terrible. Terrible. Um, as we walked down 11. Mm-hmm. I think that was after we'd been down 19 as well. Um and like I kept saying to you last night I was in a glass case of emotion <laughs> and I still am to be fair you know I was as I keep going back to I've been out on this team since well for a long time Um, and they just keep dragging me back in <laughs> and you know I'm not one of these that wants them to lose I'm not one of these that's saying don't win this don't go to face the books blah 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 you know, because I want to see him win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have been sick of the below par performance issue, we <laughs> say? And that's what we were getting in that first half. And I said yeah. to you, well, a lot of us were saying in the in the thread last night. You know, season's over. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, I was. I thought I was happy that this season was coming to an end. And then when the reality was there I wasn't you know I was quite sad that that was potentially our last game last night and obviously we'll have to fight another day Um yes, we do I'm not sure how I feel about it because <laughs> it's we seem to be prepping ourselves for it to be finished and our off season to start and then to just keep going and going and going Uh Obviously, like you say, we'll get into the heat game in a bit. Um, and obviously the good thing for us last night was the thread. was There was a lot of people in our thread.
1: It was hopping. It was great.
0: Yeah. And even on Twitter, there was a lot of UK fans in it as well. Yeah. And all I can say is I feel sorry for the ones that stay up to watch it or didn't yeah. stay up to watch it, however it is. Because, I mean, at, at that sort of end of the third and all the way through the fourth, I was shaking like a shitting dog with <laughs> on on a crack come down or something. I was just, you know, and it's it's one of them weird feelings where you don't want to feel like it. You can't help feeling like it but you enjoy feeling like it. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the
1: adrenaline and the passion and the love and the tension that comes with following this beautiful sport and this this great franchise, and they put us through the ringer, and, and you know, there's something enjoyable and something to hate about it all rolled into <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, that said, to me, anybody who's watching the highlights of it, as we've said before, it's why we get up at... Games, although not stupid times to us anymore, but you know, to (laughs) to a lot of people, they are. And last night proves why we do it because I would hate to watch that game back on highlights. I know some people that's all some people can do, right? I appreciate that, but for me, full effect watching it on highlights. I enjoy, as I've said before, seeing Bulls Nation meltdown. Melting down my, <laughs> melting down myself, yeah. you know, saying it's over, that's it, I'm done, blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing, you're screaming like the Rosen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm even getting goosebumps talking about it now. I don't yeah. know if that's because I've got my window open and it's a bit cold, but, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, enough about me and uh, back to the game. <laughs> um. The same problems were there, though, weren't they? They
1: were. I mean, the usual thing that we're playing against a team. Oh, they can't shoot from the three. They're not a three-point shooting team, and then they lit it up from the three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, but it was short-lived. They they couldn't continue shooting at that standard. Um, you know, they they couldn't get past the second quarter of shooting that way. That was partly because, I suppose, maybe they ran out of steam because they aren't a three-point shooting team. Um, and also because, like I said in, in my little summary at the start there, we absolutely locked down on defence. Now, in fairness, Caruso was locked down from the very, very first whistle. But yeah. the rest of the team, like Patrick Williams, had an awesome third quarter on defence. And he wasn't too bad on offence, apart from blowing a couple of dunks. Um, <laughs> standard. Standard. Um, but, I mean, Pat Williams, Alex Caruso, Kobe White, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick beverly they all threw their hand in defensively uh, and and done an absolutely stellar job. And, you know, that whole old adage that we, we probably used to from the 90s of defence wins championships, well, defence won this game uh, and Zach Levine.
0: I mean, when you look at the stats as well, it's... You know, they hit 11 of 31 threes. We hit 7 of 26. I yeah. believe, I haven't got it up, but I believe Van Fleet actually hit 7 as well. Uh, just on his own. Let me, uh, I can get that for you now. You know, just, Van, Van Fleet hit 7 s- of 13. Yeah. So when you've got one player who is hitting the same amount as we are as a team, that's not good. But as we've done time and time again this season... We've managed to change the game so that the three point thing doesn't become as big a you know bigger problem as it looks to be, yeah um you know we've got completely out rebounded as we expected uh they got fifty we got thirty six um but then, like you say, it was the defense that won it. We got nine steals, ten blocks to their five, you know a, for a team as as we know, as you know, long as they are and stuff like that, to outblock them, and you know, you, you yeah, alright we lost the rebounding, but but to outblock them shows how, to me like how much effort we were putting in. Yeah, you know, um, and I mean, we actually scored more points off turnovers than them as well. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, on to the individuals and I mean yeah it's all about Zach you know 39 points 6 rebounds 3 assists and 1 steal yep 12 of 22 from the field and 2 of 7 from 3 and one
1: of the um, backbreaker
0: yeah but to me the one stat that really does stand out is his uh 13 or 15 from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. Considering it was a game we seem to be struggling to get to the line. For him to do that is, you know talk about the refs and and some of the decisions in a minute, but yeah Yeah. So obviously Zach seemed like first half we had Zach Levine, second half we had Max Levine.
1: Hey yeah, I like that. You know
0: Because it seems as if Max Levine's a different player to Zach Levine, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he,
1: he just, it's like something clicked and he went, hang on a minute, this game matters. And he just flicked the switch and went on the attack. He was driving and he wasn't always getting calls at the start, but he still kept driving. And because he kept driving, the, the whistle started to come then. Yeah, and he was he was making the shots, and he was getting end ones, or he was not making the shot and hitting his two two free throws instead of splitting them like you know we've seen a lot lately, particularly from Damar. Um, you know, and and that that's a difference maker, it really
0: is. Yeah, I mean, obviously speaking about Damar, it was a bit of a ninja game for him again, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. He he looked like he was trying to help Toronto more than anything for a a, you know huge amount of the game and he he wasn't getting suddenly Billy went take a seat and that's when Zach kind of started cooking a bit more. Yeah. You know, but credit to Damar finished with twenty three points, seven rebounds, three assists and two blocks. Yep. Because when he he'd had that seat and I I said in the thread didn't I where he's playing next season now. Yeah. Because he looked done. He looked like he comes to that realisation that this was could have been his last game in a Bulls jersey. And then he comes back on the court and it was as if to say, nah, fuck this. I'm not having this. Not in Toronto. Put up a couple of big dunks. He, he did. He took a uh, charge, didn't he, at one point. Yeah. You know, it was just as if he come back out a different player. But also realising that Zach was the guy and he didn't need to be the guy. He didn't need to fall. And um, that's, to me, the best type of Damar at the minute. I, the, I think so, yeah. And we've seen it quite a lot since the All-Star break. Yeah. Um Vooch. <sighs> <sighs> Frustrating game. I thought, you know, it's kind of the game that we expected in the sense that he was going to struggle yeah but credit to him <laughs> another double-double 14 points 13 rebounds. Um, and something I'm going to get into in a little bit but anyway uh, I think it was just a typical Vooch game really He's, he was there he wasn't struggling all the time but he wasn't exactly doing anything either
1: well he went through a spell where he was missing his bunnies again yeah um but then he's i don't know what why or what changed but he, he kind of started putting a few of them back down again and he, he it's like he had a little bit of a wobble I think Yeah, it was in the second quarter but he, he kind of righted the ship a little bit and he, he was okay then after that it was fairly steady but the stat that I like um, for Vooch is not so much the double double, it's the four assists, one steal, and one block. Yeah. Do you know? So, I mean, he was involved across the board. Okay. They're not huge numbers, but he was involved across the board. And I, I like to see that from Vooch.
0: Yeah. And it was against a centre that he struggles against as well, in Peril. Completely. So, that's like it. It was a frustrating game to watch. And this is what frustrates me with Vooch because you're just thinking, just. You're better than him. Sure that you're better than him. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, that's what frustrates me with Vooch. Um, yeah. And obviously, we've already tu- you well, you've already touched on Caruso. Caruso wanted. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He was everywhere. Yeah,
1: um, and he he was tangling up players and getting in the way. And his arm, he, he seemed to be like stripping the ball. Even if he wasn't getting the steal, it was throwing off the the offence and you know burning valuable seconds on the clock for them and it was just great, it was it was a great performance from Caruso, I really enjoyed watching him last night
0: Yeah and obviously Pat Bev for the last of the starters for three and a half quarters was, might as well have not been there Yeah kept getting left open, couldn't hit his three didn't he um, yeah. it's three points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, because in that fourth quarter, he, well, the Pat Beaver effect kicked in. Essentially, he, you yeah. know, he was, he was playing tough. He was, you know, he was getting in the way of things. It was just as if he he realized that his playoff run was going to come to an end, and. Mm-hmm. He needed to make sure it doesn't. But then it's the bench. This is. We said we needed a big game from. To be fair, I don't think we got it. No, I
1: don't think we did either, um, apart from two players.
0: Yeah, the Carolina boys. Yep. P. Will and Kobe White. Obviously, you've already mentioned P. Will. And we said, well, I said before that I wanted a good game from him. Do you know, he um, wasn't particularly bothered about the points he was putting up, but he was being involved everywhere else. Rebounding, assists, or not necessarily assists, but steals, blocks, etc. Yeah, he was like the
1: Swiss Army knife. He he hit a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, 10 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Uh, And he hit 2 threes, didn't he? Yeah, 2 or 5 from 3. Although he wasn't putting up the numbers in terms of rebounds and stuff like that, his defence was solid. It was. Um, Burke even said, didn't she, on on one of the things that... I can't remember what it was he'd done, and then they sort of let him straight in at the other end. And it was like, you know, Patrick Williams has got to be frustrated at the rest of his team for that. And it was like, yeah. 'Cause he'd just done something good and then the rest of the team let him Yeah. yeah. Um you know, so yeah, I, I was I was impressed with that game for you know, everyone knows that people frustrated me, but Yeah considering he put up as little numbers as he did, I don't think it mattered cause he nice. was he was influential. And obviously he caught a body as well, didn't he? For he one. did. Yeah. He missed a couple, like, right? but he he did catch one. Yeah. He got
1: <laughs> he got two he missed two but he missed a put back dunk and he missed uh an open dunk. Um but he got two huge slams as well.
0: Yeah. And then obviously the boys, my guy, Kobe White. Again, didn't or his stats don't look fantastic. Nine points, no rebounds, which is a bit of a shocker. Yeah, it really is. Five assists. One steal and he was one of one from three as well, didn't it? Yeah, it is. He yeah, to me, Kobe's quarter was the second quarter, which funny enough is when Bulls were shit. Um, but that's when he was getting his points on it in the second quarter. He got that three and then on the next one down, he um, he drove to the rim, didn't he? In mm-hmm. um. You know, the five assists, that's to me where Kobe's game's improved is is facilitating. And it's obviously what's leading to everyone saying, is he the starting point guard? Yeah. But that's a different conversation. Um yeah.
1: One we've so, yeah. touched but we'll come back to again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so them two, a solid game without putting up huge numbers. Um yeah. but then just looking now and I I didn't really realise it watching the game. Um, Obviously, I did realise that Drummond didn't come back in. One and only stint. Yeah. But But I've just looked now. Standard. Yeah. Ayo, just short of six minutes. Drummond, four and a half minutes. DJJ, four and a half minutes. P-Will, 25 minutes. Kobe, 25 minutes-ish. Yeah. So you can see where Billy's head was with his rotations last night. Yeah. And I mean, I.O. Shocking again. Shocking. But no. do you know
1: what? Do you know what I liked about it was I.O. went in and Billy saw that he wasn't impacting the game and he pulled him yeah. straight, straight away, more or less. Um, and I think he let him back in again for another minute or two later on into the stretch and then pulled him again, if memory serves. Yeah. Um but he could see that Io wasn't in his game, so he sat him back down again without letting it get messy first, which is which is good for Billy because normally he leaves players in that little bit too long. So <laughs>
0: yeah, I it was good. I mean, the DJJ and Drummond one was a bit of a, a bit of a strange one for me because it was like, why are you sitting Drummond? We need size out there. Yeah, you know, we need his rebounding and. He got two points and one rebound, and so not fantastic. So, you, when you look at that, you can kind of see why Billy did what he did. And then when you think, why are you bringing DJJ in? But by bringing him in, it allowed us to, like, uh, like get out on the break a lot faster. Yeah. And when we needed it, when we needed points and stuff like that, you've got somebody who is a threat, and the need to, you know because he's faster he's more agile he's you know so get him out there I understand that and the last individual I want to talk about is Billy he needed to step up he needed to have a good game and he needed to out coach Nick Nurse yes and I think he did yeah I think he certainly did in the second half of the game anyway yeah he certainly made the adjustments that we needed in the yeah. second half yeah you know you know what you're going to get with Nick Challenge anything. You know he's going to yeah. piss and whinge to the refs to get the calls that he wants. Yeah. And, you know, that, that takes me on to that, that call. Oh, <laughs> At what the end. Was that call? I mean, there were no. ones through the game. There but were. Uh, Siakam was uh, someone pulled his arm, yet his feet went. I didn't understand that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, if somebody pulls my arm, my feet don't go from underneath me. I know that much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that one, a few seconds, it was less than 10 seconds on it. Yeah. And Siakun gets the ball. And Caruso sort of jumps, hits him on the head, is down. And then he puts up a shot. And you think, right, it's a foul. Granted. Yeah, oh yeah. No, there's no question about it it was a foul. But it wasn't a shooting foul. Never.
1: <laughs> and... Never was it you couldn't even call that a continuation. I mean this <laughs> he basically Caruso fouled him, had his feet planted on the ground, the whistle went, and then Carson contorted <laughs> his body and took the shot. And they called it a shooting foul.
0: <laughs> and you think I mean what was we uh was with four up at that point? Yes.
1: And I obviously it, it would
0: have put it down to a point, wouldn't it, with our our possession? Yeah. Um I mean it's something else I'm gonna talk about in a minute. It was it's... just you're kinda of thinking to yourself, This is Raptors, not Lakers. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and I'm sick of the officials thinking that these teams need help against us because they Uh, don't. (laughs) They really don't. (laughs) You know, so just stop. Just, you know, if that team's getting... That's it. They're getting beat by us. You don't need to help them out. It's just... Yeah. But anyway, this game's not about the refs. No, Um, no, no. could have been, but it wasn't. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to touch on our uh, bull of the game just yet. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to bring back our highlight of the game, or our play of the game, however you want to word it. Okay. Um, I'll let you go first.
1: Oh, will you? Okay. You've, <laughs> you've kind of caught me on the, on, the, on the spot with that, to be honest with you. Um, okay, for me, the highlight of the game was Patrick Williams' baseline slam dunk. Um, I just, you, you know I have a bit of a, a thing for, for Patrick anyway. <laughs> but um, he he got a breakaway on the baseline and it's not like he was uh, unguarded. He jumped up with two players on him, I think, was Siakam one of them, I think. And did that leaning dunk um, a la Michael Jordan where he leans into it and uh, kind of twists the body slightly in towards the player to keep the ball away from them and just beautiful slam dunk
0: um and more of that please absolutely yeah stay aggressive and just yeah uh-huh. sorry about that somebody breaking into your uh, <laughs> recording studio i think
1: yeah i was trying to think, <laughs> I think my car thought i was trying to break out rather than break in <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry about that <laughs> well um yeah so my highlight um it's kind of a play as well and it goes back to what we were just talking about, them three free throws that Raptors got at the end. Yeah, and I've just kind of said about Voot impressing me and all that sort of stuff. And but I will praise when praise is needed, and it's like I said in the in the thread last night, that rebound that he got after the third one, which he missed, was huge yeah it was the biggest because if that had gone to a raptors player it's a completely different ending you know and it it wasn't a hard rebound granted you know because it kind of pretty much fell to him but what impressed me was he kept hold of it he yeah. didn't step out of bounds which he could have quite easily have done you know he had tight hands he spun away and he he drew the foul which then took him up the other end and he hit the two free throws yeah, and essentially put the game to bed um, yeah. so yeah that was my my highlight of the game was obviously in that last what five seconds um, and that kind of leads us into our Victory Sports UK bull of the game yes it does and for the announcement of it obviously everyone's already seen it anyway but I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, cuz this one is uh, is kind of interesting. You know, we've talked
1: an awful lot about the uh the free throw situation throughout the course of this game. And it you know, it was a big big turning point throughout the course of the game was the free throws. Now, uh the Toronto Raptors are an 80% give or take um shooting team. Um but last night they only shot 50% And we have to ask ourselves, why did they only shoot 50% from the line last night? And it's because as good as Zach was, and as easily he could have taken the Victory Sports UK bull of the game, he was outshone by DeRozan. And I'm not talking about DeMar DeRozan. I'm talking about his little girl who was sitting in the stands behind behind the rim, screaming her lungs out. Every single time a Toronto Raptors player stepped up to the stripe, and not only was she screaming, they were well-timed, high-pitched head-rattling <laughs> screams. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure like yourself, we were hearing it, and I was like, what? what's going on with that script? And I was kind of, to begin with, I was like, would you ever shut up? <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, hang on a minute, now. this is actually timed to put off the raptors from screaming and then someone put out a tweet um and I I I can't remember who it was but someone put out a tweet saying that they thought that it was Damar DeRozan's daughter and shortly after that I was actually just putting it into the thread when the cameraman decided to throw the camera in her direction and there was little Dr. DeRozan sitting there with the drip to the max, might I say. (laughs) Her coat was awesome.
0: Daddy's girl down the arm. Daddy's
1: girl down the arm, Chicago Bulls, all the bling going on. She looked fantastic and she sounded fantastic because she was hitting notes that would make the glasses around her smash. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't say that that didn't have an effect. To go from an 80% down to 50% on their home floor has to be something in it. She was incredible. So, the Victory Sports UK Bull of the Game goes to none other than D.R. DeRozan for an absolutely superb performance <laughs> on the sideline. Um, go on.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I first heard him, I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. But you kind of get used to it because things happen, you know, is it, I can't remember it was, I'm assuming it's going to be Timberwolves, but I don't think it is, but somebody was like making a wolf noise in a game. I'm sure it was, or some sort of a howling noise anyway. Yeah. And you kind of, you end up just blanking them out. But for some reason, yeah. them screams, you just couldn't blank out because it was like, who's doing it? Why is it happening in Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And, and it, then, it was so high-pitched as well.
1: It was shrill.
0: Yeah. And then... You kind of, obviously, when the camera panned to her, you could see she was timing it. Oh, big time. She was sort of sitting forward, and I go, oh, no, they're not shooting it. And she'd sit back, and then their arms would come up again, and she'd, yeah, just lean forward. And it was a horrible scream. (laughs) It really (laughs) was. You know, and as, you know, the dad of a a girl as well, I know, like, when when they scream, they scream, yeah, and it, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, they've highlighted her on free throws before, um, more so when it's dramatic taking them, aren't they? And yeah. her and her, I think it's a little sister, the Damar to a T, yeah, what he's doing, the bounces of the ball, you know, the, um you know, the the high fives after it and all that sort of stuff, even if there's nobody there, if it's on a technical uh, free throw. Yeah. It still does it, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? And and they're sat in the crowd copying, so the fact into a defensive thing as well (laughs) is just... (laughs) You know, she's the, the the free throw specialist that balls need. Oh, <laughs> big time! You know, it's, and, it's incredible.
1: And and the plea has gone out now for her to be able to travel to Miami, yeah, <laughs> so she can <laughs> repeat it again.
0: Yeah, it, it'd be serious about it. You know, it was it's one of them things, isn't it it's fifteen minutes of so. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's talking about it. You know, you go on the NBA app. And the first thing you come up is, Demar's daughter hopes Bulls win. <laughs> and it's just, you know, and I love to see it. I really do. But, you know, it's it's not going to happen again, is it really? Do you know what I mean? Teams are going to, I mean, yeah, it's going to be off-putting. But uh, you kind of, now it's happened, It's that's it. It's happened. Do you know what I mean? It's. But but it's one of those things as well. Like, you, you know, as a player, you'd probably love
1: to turn around and just turn to shut up. But you look yeah. up and it's a little kid. Yeah. So you can't, and not only is he a little kid, it's a little kid of one of the guys you're playing with on the floor. So you, you can't say anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I loved it, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm loving all the attention it's getting. Yeah, definitely. and shout out to her; she's she's now a bull's legend. It's going to go down in bull's history, in it, whether definitely. You know. That's going to come up time and time again down down
1: the line. Do you remember that time when DeMar DeRozan's <laughs> daughter? You yeah, know, it is. Yeah. No. So, um, yeah. So, Victory Sports UK, bull of the game goes to Rosen. DeRozan. Um, and here at Sea UK, we are very proud well, of our partnership with Victory Sports UK. It's a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods, get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad. And all Sea Red UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off of their entire range, including products that are already on sale. Just make sure that you are liking and following Sea Red UK on Twitter or become part of the Sea Red UK group on Facebook and Insta to receive your exclusive discount code on request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. So
0: there we go. Yep. All right. On to the next bit. Before we get into the Heat game, obviously we put out today for people to give us, well, how weird it is, their screams, (laughs) basically, obviously, jumping on the hype train, Um, you know, on the Raptors game and thoughts for the upcoming Heat game, and we got a few replies. Um, First, I mean, some of them actually turned them into questions, but... Yeah, (laughs) not quite what we're going for, but yeah. Anyway, Um, we can work with that. Yeah. Um, Troy, all the way from Australia. Now he said he wanted me to say it from my chest. I don't actually know how to do that, but he just basically put, "Let's fucking go, bring on Jimmy." (laughs) Yep, that's that's it, Troy. (laughs) Yeah, sums up, I think. However.
1: Yeah. <laughs> bring bring him on. Bring it on. Let's, let's do this. Um, do you know, I mean, the, the ironic thing is we, when we did our predictions on the last pod, we both went for a win against Toronto. Yeah. Um, and I think we both went for a loss against Miami if we did win. So I'm really glad we were right about the first one, but I'm really hoping now that
0: we're going to be wrong uh, <laughs> with this one. Yeah. Um, next one, Wayne Fegan. 11 back at half time, it felt like 31. Looked like it wasn't going to be our night. Made it happen. Collectively, it was a superb team effort. Zach was otherworldly in that second half. Roll on Saturday. Obviously, would it have been a Saturday morning game for us? Yep. Uh, and then, Geordie Bulls. Bulls were lucky by the most part. Asking for a coach's challenge with sixty seconds to go had me screaming. What happened to Dre? Has he sat down on Billy's chewing gum again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Heat. I think we will beat them. Just need Billy to stop doing Billy things. Um. Yeah. Obviously, we've touched. We've kind of touched on Billy as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Given our opinions on that, and that's you know that's. I get it because we've been out on Billy a lot. Um, and I think sometimes you don't see what he does actually do. You don't. You you think, why is he sat Drummond? Yeah. But then you realise that DJJ was the right fit at that time, at that precise moment in that game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was a fantastic game from Billy by any means, but essentially, he out coached Nick Nurse
1: yeah like we say in the second half and and that's what it's about like i mean especially from a coaching perspective they can see what's going wrong they can see what's not working they make the adjustments and it transforms the game and that's exactly what happened Do you know yeah. the first half it wasn't working and he he looked at what needed to be to be done he made the changes and well i mean the results speak for themselves don't they well exactly
0: so um and then we've got uh, Gav. Obviously, we've had on as a guest on this before. Yep, somebody we want to get on again. Um, and he's actually asked us a question: Has the win against Raptors given us a false sense of belief? And are we now just waiting for the inevitable Bulls fuck up? We haven't won a playoff series for nearly seven years now, or seven seasons now. Surely, against the books, we won't. Um, and then he. Put, um, more of a talking point than a view. Obviously, we haven't given our opinions on um, the heat game yet, but I'm yeah, I see where he's coming from. I think it's given us a false sense, as it tends to do, especially when you go on social media and obviously, yeah you Know shout out to them, but the Bulls media team they're hyping everything up, yeah. You know, they got they're gonna it was a good win, it was a good team, you know, a good second half team performance. They're gonna do it, you know. The yeah, the, the media job. people, you know, Casey Johnson, um, you know, other creators, you know, podcasters, whatever, they're gonna hype it up because it was a, a post season win, um, which is. What we all want. What people, why people are thinking, you know, I've said it myself do we really want to see this team against books? But yeah, bring it. You know, because to me, it makes recruitment a lot easier being a playoff team. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all right, you're going as, as the eighth seed. Yeah, you might get swept by books. But if, Vooch is on the fence about whether to come back or not. Does he want to go to a non-playoff team or does he want to stay at a playoff team? Um, you know, you go after a free agent, are they going to look at Bulls and go, no, nah, I'm not going there? Or do they look at it and go, yeah, that's, I think I'd be a good fit there. I think I could be that guy that takes them from the eighth seed to the third seed. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's just completely. You know, and the only thing... It is still worrying me about this sort of where we are at the minute is AK's mentality, which is something obviously we'll talk about later on anyway. But the more I think about it, the more I think he's already made his mind up and whatever's happening now is just a bonus.
1: I hope so. I hope so.
0: Because he can't look at what we've done over 82 games and go, yeah, I like that. That worked. Fuck the three point shooting. Fuck the rebounding. We don't need that because we got to the playoffs because if it wasn't for the playing, we wouldn't have got to the playoffs or we'd be within a chance of the playoffs. You know what I mean? And that that's my worry with it. And that's where this false sense all comes in. Do you know what I mean? It's, Yeah, and we've touched on that before, that
1: the big fear is that AK is able to sit back and go, well, do you know what? We did all right, didn't we? We were without Lonzo and we still got as far as we did last year or further or almost as far. But I think for me, the deciding factor for him is going to be, like last year he was able to say, well, you know, when we're healthy, we can roll it back, see what this team is. We'll have Lonzo back at some point. That's not on the cards now. They've already written Lonzo off for the entire season upcoming. So they have to make a change because obviously there's something lacking in this squad. There's not quite enough to get them over the hump. And maybe one or two pieces could be the difference maker. They're going to have to make some sort of changes, at least. That's what I'm hoping.
0: Yeah. And I think, like I said, to me, I think being a playoff team, no matter what seed, helps with the recruitment.
1: It does. I mean, it makes us more of an attractive uh, destination for other for other players, and it gives our team anyone that is going to stay with the squad uh, a good position of influence. So, like, if Zach wants to get somebody to come and play for for the Bulls, you know, if you're listening, Luca. He can get he can get on the phone and he can send them a text or send, and say hey, we're really close to getting something special and maybe you could come and join us and get us over that hump or you know add to what we have and push further forward and maybe who knows even go all the way and that influence that can be pushed forward becomes stronger and and more beneficial to whoever's going to try and do any recruiting the further along we can get. Even where we are now, so you know, winning one playoff, playing game, two playing games into the playoffs, whatever we can do, it all adds weight to being able to to try and get other players
0: to come and join us and see can we go further along. Yeah. Uh, next question, or next one is from Sam, uh, and I don't know if anyone saw the other day we started sharing some of Sam's writing that he's been doing for us. Uh, we have retweeted them, so check him out. Yep. And he put, Heart says, what a game. There were so many red flags in this game with the shooting, etc. And we only just beat a team that missed 18 free throws. How convinced are you with the game last night, lads? And then he finishes with, Do we really want four games against books of this? Brackets, I think, I think was Matt's comments at halftime-ish. Obviously, we just spoke about my, yeah, uh, me saying that. Do we really want four <laughs> games? Um, and yeah, I know what you, I can see what you're saying, yeah, with the red flags, yeah. You know, we've spoke about it, yeah, the, the three point shooting, the rebounding. Yeah. It's been a bull's problem way through, and like as we said, they found a way to get around it somehow in yeah. certain games, which they did last night. Now, how convinced are we with the game? Not very. (laughs) Um, Two halves. And as we move forward to, obviously, for the Heat game first off, and then the books series potentially, you can't play like that. Because we will get massively found out by books. Well, we would. But I'd
1: take take seven games like the second half of that game and happily watch them. But I wouldn't really want to sit down and watch four games of the first half across
0: (laughs) a whole game. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm not even thinking about books at the minute. No,
1: I mean, we've got to get past the heat first. Yeah, it's one game at a
0: time and it's...
1: That's no mean feat. Like I know we, I know we had their number a little bit during the the regular season, but all bets are off now. You know we're into the postseason, and you know anything can happen, especially when it's a one, one and done game.
0: Yeah. The last one, our guy Gary, Um, is Dr. Too young to work the front office in the off season onwards. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And then he's put, I'm emotionally neutral and have been for a while. Happy to get hyped when they play well. We will be, and then he's put, uh, star buzzword, mediocre now and going forward. What would it take to get you both back on the ledge and fully in for the team in the playoffs? Or does the idea of a gentleman's sweep and no draft pick keep you sombre? Well, when you Uh, put it like
1: that, it doesn't sound exciting, does it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, obviously quite a bit to unpick there, but nothing they do is going to get me back on the ledge for me personally. I've said that since I was off the ledge. Right. You know, and like I keep saying, because I'm sick of watching mediocrity and flat performances, but then I'm the same as anybody. I love watching that second half Bulls or fourth quarter Bulls. Yeah. It's just not enough to get me back on the leg. If somebody like Bucks, if we were to get into the playoffs, it's more than likely it's not going to work. And, I mean, obviously, yeah, we'll look at the off-season as we get to it, but just before that this team is now in a, a difficult situation uh-huh. with potentially no draft pick. Um, a lot of contracts that need to be sorted out. Yes. And not a lot of wiggle room after that to bring in replacements right. without getting rid of some of the favourites. Right. But, yeah, like I say, to me, that's a conversation for... Uh, once all this is out of the way, okay, so
1: can i can I kind of throw a bit of a curveball into that question then for you right Are you more excited about the prospect of getting past the heat, or are you more excited about the prospect of just getting this season over and done with and seeing what the off season brings?
0: What excites you more? Right now, I'd say beating the heat. Okay. Just purely because it's it's now. You know, it's yeah. it's more of a reality for it to happen now. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the off-season is going kind to of drag and drag and drag and then we get to, what is it, the 1st of July when things usually start unravelling. and Yeah, band- although
1: did you see that there's... um.
0: Yeah, you can speak to the free agents after, yeah. the day after the final. finals. You, yeah. Your own free agents.
1: Yeah, that's right. So I mean, at least that brings everything a little bit further forward.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, <laughs> like I say it's one game at a time, isn't it? Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Especially when it's just one game.
0: Yeah. So we'll get into the heat game then. Going on that <laughs> because that's what we'll focus on. This one game. <laughs> yes. There's one game that is now massive, do or die. Yeah. You know, win or go to Cancun, essentially. We've just come through one against Raptors. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously got a bigger um, carrot at the end of it. Definitely. However you want to look at that. Whether it you see it as a good thing or a bad thing. Um
1: Well, I just want to
0: get past the heat, win
1: one game against the Bucks so that we can see Pat Bev lose his shit and jump up on the scorers table.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I want to see Max Levine in the in the playoffs as well. See yeah. what see what he's actually got. Yeah. Um and that's another thing. I think it's important for the whole team that we met the playoffs. Because the P. Will needs that experience more than anybody. Um, Kobe has had an amazing season. What does he do in the playoffs? Do you know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. he crumble? Does he, you know, take it by the scruff of the neck and go? You know, this is this is this is me now. You know, this is the player. You could be letting walk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They need that experience, even down to IO. You know, if we met the playoffs, that's all IO's known. Yeah, true. He's only ever been on a playoff team. And to be fair, P. Will as well. If we met the playoffs, he's only made, he only knows playoff team. I mean, all right, he missed the majority last season and his first season, we didn't make the playoffs. Out of three years in the league to be on a playoff team, that's important for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on to the, the. You know, it's. I think a lot's been put on this thing that we, we've we swept him in the regular season. Um, you know, and I think that's kind of given a bit of a false sense as well.
1: Well, look at that on the flip side. That means that the Bucks are going to be gunning to sweep us in the playoffs if we get to the playoffs because I mean we've still got the heat in the way. But yeah. If we do get as far as the Bucks, I think the Bucks can go all out and sweep us and make us go away after what we did in the regular season.
0: Yeah. And I mean obviously he lost to Hawks the other day. Uh 105. Yeah. Um Think all year he had actually had Hawks' number, right. from what I heard somebody else saying. Um, you know, and he they've had a bad season by their standards. You know, yeah. they finished 44 and 38. Obviously, as we just said, we swept them through in our ser- mini series against them. This heat team is a playoff team historically. They're going to come out knowing that this is this is their last chance mm-hmm. for this year to get into the playoffs. I don't give a shit how they do if they get into the playoffs. I can't stand them. I hope if they do get in, they get swept by books as well. Um, because they've had a, a bad season by their standards. You know, The, the fact that we, we beat them 3-0 in our series just shows how bad they've been ordinarily that doesn't happen you know we've been a bad team majority of the season and we've beaten them three times yeah and quite convincingly as well but like I say for me too much has been we swept them yeah because this this is one game you know this is it, like was just said it's do or die do you think Jimmy Butler is going to go out there and go, yeah, you know what? Let 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 Bulls have it. <laughs> He's not, is he? He's going to come out and he is going to get his seventeen trips to the line, yes. flop about, do whatever he can, just basically be Jimmy Butler to to stop us. You know, Bam's going to go out there and try and cook Vooch. Yes. Tyler Hero's going to mince about like he does and just be a general annoyance. I can't stand him. <laughs> um you know and then you got Max Struess. he's a balls killer. He is. Gabe Vincent is actually on the injury report isn't he, he is, um, he's,
1: he's uh, game time decisions, so's Jovich. Uh and, and so's Lowry now as well I think.
0: Yeah. And I mean neither of them players ordinarily would worry me. But in a one game thing where they can quite easily go off, I hope they don't play. Yeah. Because obviously it changes the rotations and everything. Um yeah, you know. At the minute I'm on a I've actually gone on to a four four game streak in my predictions. Uh I had us to lose against Bucks and then win the last three. Campbell's get their own four game win streak that's the question it hasn't happened yet nope not this year
1: not over eight, well say over 83 games I mean technically they've, they're on three now so they could potentially get a four game streak by beating the Heat but over 82 games of the regular season they could not do it
0: <laughs> this is postseason basketball I know and It's and is different And something that I wanted to mention actually from the Raptors game is Zach at the end of it. He didn't want to celebrate. Or it seemed like, you know, obviously everybody was jumping around and you heard Zach on the camera saying, let's go to Miami. Yep. He was, I liked
1: that. Yeah. I liked that a lot.
0: He was focused and he knew that, yeah, that was a good win. It was a bad performance majority of it but it was a good win and quite easily have took all the plaudits last night and gone yeah look look what I've just done 39 points not that apparently his stats don't count do they in the playing, in no um, <laughs> stupid <laughs> um, <laughs> you're playing in a post-season NBA game but it doesn't matter don't worry about it so what's the point
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know so but for him to You know, he's got DeMar hanging off him and Ayo hanging off him, whoever it was. And he's just going, let's go to Miami. You know, he was focused. And then obviously DeMar's come out and praised him as well after it. This, this, there seems to be that mentality there that they are focused now. Um, You know, they're not going to, you know, ordinarily that game. Bulls would have probably let it go wouldn't they yeah but when you that expect m- them to lose yeah there's that much that it's as if to say we can't let it go we need this win we need to play this way and like I said against in the game before the Raptors at the game before Raptors before the game against Raptors <laughs> I can take it as long as they've pretty much left everything on that court. Right. And that's what I want to see against Miami. Uh-huh. Everything. You know, every player, you know, I don't care if Ayo goes out there and puts up no points. If he takes... badges ...or locks up Lowry or whoever he's, he's matched up against, that's it. That you, You're giving you everything for the team, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pat Bev do you know what I mean if he does nothing but just be Pat Bev (laughs) do you know what I mean I don't you know Caruso leaving everything out there and Zach going off for 40 points again that's what you want to see in these games and that's what's exciting me about these games at the minute do you know what I mean they have to play in that way so I'll ask you the question win or lose
1: ah I had said lose I have to believe you know it's believe or give up and and I'm not ready to give up yet so I think we finally get a four game win streak and we take it to the Bucks but it's so hard to say that and actually really mean it
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, this is where I've been that hyped about it (laughs) and I'm going to come back down to earth you know I'm going with what you said before the Raptors game. I'm split between my head and my heart. Yeah. Heart's it. Do it. Leave everything out there. And get us into the playoffs. My head is saying, Heat are a better team than us. Heat, not necessarily they'll want it more, but they want it more. Um. Uh, that's not a knock on Bulls that's just I think Heat just because of the the way the teams are if you know what I mean like I just said uh, you know how long is it since Heat last missed the playoffs you know uh, Jimmy is you know obviously we're getting play in Jimmy at the minute but so my head is saying it's going to be a Heat win um And I think that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with my head, unfortunately. But prove me wrong, Bulls. Yeah, let's hope so. If they prove me wrong, then I'll be breaking out of that glass case of emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can imagine I'm going to be locked in it all game tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... Don't really know when we'll be back and what we'll be talking about <laughs> it could be it could be very positive
1: or very negative the next time we're talking,
0: yeah, um, yeah, who knows, but I mean, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have nothing no, it's has been a long yeah, I'm ready for bed to be fair, yeah me too, so yeah, um, as always. Appreciate you for listening. Appreciate everybody who sent in their um, questions slash comments and Troy with his hype. Um, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK. And you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And you can find me on Twitter at
1: NeilCRedUK. We do thank you for tuning in. We are uh, here talking about this team. We've done it all season long. We're continuing on for as long as it lasts. And uh, hopefully you're going to carry on coming along for the ride for as long as it lasts with us. Um, once again, we are both active on the socials. We do try to get back or, or you know, reply to comments as much as we possibly can. So do keep in touch with us. And uh, don't forget to su- subscribe and give us the all-important five-star review. Um, Facebook's still, still going, like we said. The, the thread last night was very good. Uh, it was very active let's keep that going for the for the playoff run or the play in and hopefully onto the playoff run and until next time wherever you are in the world see red go Bulls It's it's time for the
0: percolator percolator